You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The more I keep reading oh about God. this, the bigger this gets. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. And so this is actually a big deal we're going to be talking about today. This is not a guarantee. We're going to be talking about what this yeah, is. Yeah, we can actually reveal. If you listen to yesterday's show, we teased something that I said I didn't think I could announce yet. Well, I can announce it now. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is... I am legitimately nervous. That sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. I would never do this. Ever. That's a lot of people. It's going to be amazing, and I re- totally respect you for doing it, and it's <laughs> awesome, but hot damn, never in a million years would I do this. Uh, I'm already sweating. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly appreciate all of you tuning in, be it via the live show or via the podcast, whatever it is. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show online. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. A um, couple quick notes of business. Actually, one about a previous show. Uh, if you guys remember the Portland sous chef, <laughs> the sous chef Mar- uh, theft. The, yeah, the uh, well, now not the Portland sous chef, but the guy who was complaining about sous chefs stealing the weeds out of his yard. Uh, that's Martin Connolly here out of Portland, Oregon. That story we had that about three weeks ago here on the show. We had we, it breaking. It was the, the yeah. story made uh, local news and then national news, but local first. And so we had the one interview with him. I believe that he. That he gave about the situation. Yeah, where he had his, his exclusive statement, which if you go to funemploymentradio.com, just type in sous chef in the, in the search and button. And sous is spelled S-O-U-S, which yeah. I've learned. <laughs> yes, uh, you can find that. It, uh, thank you to listeners who alerted us of this, that apparently that story finally made it onto Anderson Cooper's AC360 on CNN for his ridiculous se- uh, yeah. segment. And it has now gotten a resurgence of national now news. Now all of a sudden, the it, it's back again. Like yeah. Martin, Martin may, may have thought that it was done, but oh no. No, and, and good job Anderson Cooper only being three weeks behind Fun Employment Radio. So I'm just saying, maybe you go here for your cutting edge <laughs> news. Sorry, Anderson, which I'm sure he's tuning in right now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Uh, so I like your hair, Anderson. So yeah, it was nice uh, nice of everyone to, to let us know that that story made it. So we've been posting on uh, some CNN stuff just saying, well, if you want the exclusive interview, mm-hmm. go to Fun Employment Radio. So once again, thank you to listener Chris for setting that up too. Heck yeah. So yeah, it was kind of funny that uh, yeah CNN's following us three weeks late. They must be listening by the podcast. I'm sure that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. They have, they backlog them, I think. Yep, yep. Yeah. So they're staff right now. Three weeks from now, everything we're talking about is going to be on CNN. It is kind of awesome sometimes when I'm looking at stories. I'm like, oh, I had that really messed up story last week. And then I'll just <laughs> see it breaking on some other site that I go to. I'm like, come on. Come on. Come on. Yep. See, that's what, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so with that, and of course it is Friday as well, so we'll have some science facts coming up. So if you oh, are listening God, live. God, it's like I block it out of my head. <laughs> go to funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can enter your questions for Dr. Science where he will uh, he will give you the knowledge that you so crave. Oh, my God. But we do... <sighs> I don't even know how to announce okay. this thing. So, so why don't we, why don't, can, may I, may I have the pleasure of saying what this yes, is? Yes, yes. All right. So Greg, Greg Nog, Greg is a, is a thespian of sorts. You know, as you know, for the past four plus years, Greg and I have been sitting in a room together talking. That's yes. what we do. We like to talk a lot. It's true. I have a huge phobia of talking in front of people. Yeah. I love sitting in a room, talking in the microphone. I can interview anybody. I don't care about that. Being in front of people is a huge problem for me. However, for Greg... It is not a problem for him. And this is going to be showcased here in Portland on December 9th. So Greg has been asked alongside, let's see, who are the other speakers? Alongside Jefferson Smith, 
So these are all uh, storytellers. And Jefferson Smith, you know, ran for mayor, blah, blah, blah. Jefferson Smith, Jessica Lee Williamson, Greg Nibbler, and Tim Ganey are all going to be performing for Backfence PDX at the Portland Center fucking stage. Portland Center stage. Greg is going to be on stage at Portland Center stage telling a story of his choosing because he has been handpicked to do so for their uh, five and a half year anniversary show. So this is it's a storytellers show. And yeah, it's at Portland Center Stage, the Girding Theater at the Armory. It's a big theater. Um, it's so and you know, it's it's big. It's six hundred people. Six hundred people. It seats six hundred people, and the last show sold out. So what this is? So Backfence PDX is basically a subsidiary of Moth, which you know we've had Matt from Secret Society and who talks about Moth and how like it's on NPR and how people basically go up and do storytelling and they have like a theme, right? And they do that. So Backfence PDX is the exact same thing, yeah, but in a slightly bigger venue, yeah, and here in Portland. And uh, yes, yeah, so I was asked, and a big thank you to Frayne, who who runs Backfence PDX and is associated with uh, Moth to all of that stuff, and uh, she. She wrote me and asked me if I wanted to do this, and I got this uh, message about three or four days ago, and it just got confirmed yesterday. So I'm I'm now on the bill. I will be one of the featured storytellers for their event. Uh, the theme for my for for what I'll be up there for is called Great Expectations, mm-hmm. and I have to tell a uh, about a about a ten ten minute story or so of my own of something from my life on stage in front of six hundred people. All staring at now, me. Now, let me see. So I'm, I'm looking at this. So, uh, oh. Backfence PDX Live Storytelling uh, has been playing to packed audiences since 2008. The show plays gr- uh, pays great homage to the New York's The Moth, the granddaddy of live storytelling, and is also the kissing cousin to San Francisco's Porchlight to- uh, Storytelling Series. So, the evening features local and out of town storytellers telling pr- uh, true personal tales based on the night's theme. So, Greg will not be able to say what he's going to be talking about. However, the theme for the night. Great expectations. Great expectations. Great yeah, I'm not allowed to say uh, what story it is. I have to save that for the show. I've been thinking about this, so like going, racking my brain. A, let me just say, I mean, and, and I've done a lot of stuff on stage before, you know, but that's performing in music. You know, that's different. When I'm in a band, like, I don't care because I have the whole band there. I know what I'm doing. It's awesome. Mm. I love that being on it's stage. It's not just you on stage by yourself me. with a microphone. And I have the set routine. So it's like, I know what I'm doing. And if one song doesn't go over, well, that's fine. You move on to the next song. You keep going. And you don't really care necessarily how the audience reception is. Obviously, you want them to be receptive, but it doesn't matter as much when you're playing music. And, you know, and acting in front of a camera and a crew, that's, that's no big deal. I love doing that kind of stuff. Mm. And, and speaking on this microphone, I mean, we speak to a lot more than we speak to thousands of people every day. Uh, right here, but really, all I'm talking to is you, mm-hmm. and you're in the room with me. So it's hard to it's imagine. Of me. It's not oh, everybody God. all gathered in the, into one place. That place is so, freaking huge. So oh this is, um, yeah, it's going to be. Yes. Wait, Greg. So I'm looking at this right now. I don't want to freak you out. Okay, what what is it? Well, it has to. So can you say? So you know, storytellers can range from you know people doing anything, but it says stories that have never been told publicly. Well, I'm going to have to think about that because... Um, like, have you told... Like, I'm sure that you can tell a story, but I mean, I'm sure you can tell a story that you've told on the air, but you haven't told the whole story. Yeah, which is which is possible. I mean, here's the thing. I've been talking on <laughs> for, for radio for a number of years now. Yeah. You know, there's... And we do talk about our lives. And we do talk about our lives. So I will I will figure out what it I is. I bet I can tell you like, any story that you come up with, the, the crowd in Portland Center Stage will not have oh. heard it before. It's going to be new to them. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh man, yeah. I don't even know where to begin in that. I've been trying to think about racking my brain about different things that I could talk about, but then I've got to stick it within a theme. Uh, part of it too, and I'll just say this behind the scenes: they 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 help you. So uh, mm. they give you a little you coaching. Work, work it out, yeah. Work out the story. Um, but it's just, just this idea, and I'm I'm honestly. Genuinely, very honored to be chosen to to come. It into is this. an honor, is what it, it is. is. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's really. Do you cool. want to say who the other person was? I don't because I I can't. Okay, I don't think I can because I think they're. <laughs> Let's just say that. it was between Greg and a, and a famous person. Yeah, and and then they're they're doing a, a one in the future date. Yeah, but then you know because they're trying to figure out like when who was going to do what. Right, but yeah, yeah, and so I was chosen as one of the people, and it's it's. It is. I'm very honored. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous. This isn't something I've necessarily done before. I'm used to talking on the microphone. I'm used to telling stories. But this is a different kind of venue and a different kind of but atmosphere. But see, I think that this thing is, I think any kind of story that you'd have to tell would be... <laughs> Being a reader in the live chat says, I can't say the Gregory Daniel Bush story. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But that's, that's well, what the I thing, The way that these things go, too, like because you have a lot of sordid stories, you know, and ones that maybe... Sordid stories? Not like, sordid, but I mean, they aren't like, you know, for G-rated ears. And so I'm thinking, like, this is the perfect place to be able to get to tell one of those stories because it's not going to be for shock value, but I mean, it's interesting and you won't be judged... Like it seems like a place that you can be honest, yeah, about a situation that you've been in. Well, I think that's what they want above anything is it's got to be a story, an actual story from yourself. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't make something up, which I wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but oh, I wonder if anybody has any ideas on what you should talk about. Uh, I mean, if people have suggested, uh, let's see them. You could talk about your meth head neighbors. But what would you be your great expectations that they get off meth? <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be an expectation. Uh, I could turn it into a rant about the Portland police not solving the. Uh, Meth neighbor problem. There you My go. great expectation was the Portland police. No, see, I don't <laughs> no. want to turn it into that. Like, I don't want to be like a. Oh, dude, that's so much pressure because it's like you have to balance the fine line between because it's not stand up comedy. So you're not. It's when, not yeah. So it's it's not comedy, but it's not tragedy. You have to find something like somewhere in between to toe the line and keep people's interest for what for ten minutes. For for yeah, about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll just be me up there telling a story. Oh, oh wow. Oh my god! Have you ever been inside a Portland Center stage? Yeah, uh, once. Yeah, and it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's very big. Oh place. my god! It's Which means you get place. to see like a backstage area and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I will. What are you gonna wear? I was trying to think about that. Oh too. my god! Like, Nothing that you own is is appropriate. Well, well, I don't own. What do you mean? I I'm have, saying like, we're gonna have to ties. take you shopping. You're gonna have to. You're gonna I have, have nice to... shirts and ties and slacks. You are going to have to skip a couple meals this month because we are going to go out oh, and get you some clothes. F- All right, so I'm already fat now. I'm gonna look like I'm fat <laughs> on stage. You're oh, fat. No. What did you even come no, you up said, with that? You said I have to skip meals. No, I'm saying skip meals because of finances. If you're going to afford to oh, okay. be able to buy some were, fancy new clothes, I thought you were implying. No, Greg. Oh my God! And so it begins. No, Greg, you're not fat, Greg. No, Greg. You look great, Greg. You look fantastic, Greg. <laughs> Are you thinner and more muscular than the last time I saw you? Wow, yeah. It's like even though it's the dead of winter, you have a golden glow on your face. <laughs> uh, Keelan in the chat says, "Now is the time to get those lift shoes to make myself a good <gasps> tall." Ooh, there's some good suggestions in the chat. Uh, different suggestions of things that I could tell. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing some of those. I've I think that some, some of those might have some good potential. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll oh have to see. Oh my god! <sighs> so what do you do? So you, so you don't have. I know these things. You can't have any writing. 
You have no paper. No, I don't have it's any all paper. From, it's all from memory, and it's like, yeah. it's your story. Right, yeah. So I don't have any notes or anything like that up there with me. So again, if anybody wants to do this, I think tickets are on sale now. and they're Because usually for these kind of things, they're super expensive. Yeah. But this is their anniversary sale, so I think you can get tickets for five bucks. Yeah, $5. Normally, it's 20 bucks. Now they're doing them for uh, for five just for this show, because it's their uh, five and a half year anniversary. So five big 5.5 year anniversary show for only five bucks. So it's a special show. That they're doing, which means I'm on their special anniversary show, which adds just a little bit more pressure. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, uh, it's being asked if it'll be recorded. You know, I, I think so. I think they do that. I don't even know all the details on that myself. Um, you can go to backfencepdx.com and you can see stuff about their past shows. And I believe they do. I believe they video them. Oh, wow. So I'll probably. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Just what if I uh, December 9th people people are asking it's December 9th Monday December 9th Monday December 9th and doors and drinks start at 6 p.m. the show is at 8 oh PM, Greg and it's 21 and over do you get a do you get a VIP do you get a do you get a plus one I've got to be there I've got to help you with your help mentally prepare you is that what it is yeah got to make sure that your clothes are all like straight and everything got to make sure uh, that's true I do need somebody for that yep, yeah I got to make sure your hair is all right before you go on stage oh, you God. need me oh what if my is there a VIP stuff? section Yes. Oh, <gasps> yes. Riding on the coattails. <laughs> riding on the coattails. Oh, and it's being known in the chat. Oh, this is God. the other thing I'm nervous about. So I'm sitting here in a cold studio right now. I'm already sweating just thinking about this. Katie from Texas is saying the problem is if you start sweating, uh, will the ink run? I'm not sure what ink you're talking oh, about. Oh, no. But. There's someone with a drawn-on tuxedo on their body. But, oh, I'm, but, the, gotcha. but the sweat oh, okay. is a legitimate concern. Yeah, because that's the thing. Those lights, they're probably very bright. Oh, and I'll be sitting there like just dripping oh, God. sweat. And then if they're they're videotaping, like the, the camera will be close up. How can up. you not sweat? Can you like dehydrate yourself? Like not drink water? Well, then you'll pass out. I don't Because <laughs> yeah. if you drink too much water, then it's just going to be pouring out of your face. All right, well, number one, you're not wearing anything colored. You're wearing a black shirt. Oh, that's I just do. the way. Yeah, yeah that's you're just right. the way it happens. You're right. I've got it. You sweat because you get that weird front sweat. I do get front. sweat. Greg gets this weird blotchy, really like bad. blotchy front sweat. Yeah, which I've never seen on anybody. It's like his shirt is trying to make its own six pack. Uh, I don't and know. It just kind of yeah. it yeah. just kind of beads up right there. Yeah, I have front sweat pretty bad. Okay, yeah, so I can't have that showing. You should totally wear some sort of uh, like underclothing, like some sort of what it, is that? What the Under Armour stuff is? Is that, is that kind of sweat sucky? No, I think that's for like muscles and things oh. like that. But well, can you get something that's like you know? Because like there's spanks for women. Isn't yeah, but there, like, that's just going to make me on? hotter, and then I'm going to sweat more, and it'll be running off my forehead and my face. So then that'll be dripping. You can down. put tissues in your armpits. I've done that before. Well, see, I'm less worried about that because I can cover that up with black shirt. But if you're yeah. but, but my face, that's just going to be pouring that's down. It'll be, be like pouring. raining down my face. Oh man! Because I'll be all nervous, and then the lights will come on, and then if I get up there, and then what if I what if I freeze? Oh my god. What if I forget? You know the what? Story? They do make this really good. What if I really lose good, myself in the story? Like uh, airbrush foundation, and I think that probably seals your pores, and so you know the sweat might pop out from somewhere else, but you can at least like not have a shiny face. Okay, maybe I need that. I don't. Yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. It might be time to invest in some of that. Because yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, I'm very excited to do this, but this isn't something exactly like what I've done before, and and it's going to be people. Yes, like, maxi pads in your armpits. Also, yeah, you could smother yourself in deodorant. But there's also yeah. But then there's also You know what works really well Is there's that like If you get chafed skin Because uh, sometimes like, I got that like uh, Down like lower next to my knees Like from running uh-huh. Uh They have like anti-chafing like skin Is that what you're talking about? No they have like anti-chafing stuff Like it's like Lisa, like Lisa Wood's favorite thing In the world Fresh balls It's like that stuff oh, Where like yeah. Where it turns in Almost like a powder like gold bond? No it's like a cream And then it almost turns into a powder And then you kind of put that on As like a sealant on your body So, so it's a 
how do I put all over? So I have like body dandruff is what it's going to look like. I'm going to be flicking off. There you go. You can get cotton compression V-neck man spanks. <laughs> it firms your chest and narrows your waistline. <laughs> I'll just go running a few times. I'll feel okay with that. But, oh man, I don't, yeah, it's, it's. Are you going to wear a tuxedo? I don't have a tuxedo. Is this a tuxedo kind of thing? I have to rent a tuxedo? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I've seen that's the I other mean, you're going to be I mean, when in your life could you have ever predicted that at everything in your life has led to this point where you're going to be the center of attention at Portland Center Stage? Yeah. Oh my god. It's a prestigious thing, too. I mean, it's you it's, know, it's very center stage. It, it's it's a big. It, it is, is a very high society. It's very like this is some legit shit right there. Yeah, and I know. you can tell that I am classy because I just called it legit shit. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, so I'm 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 gonna be up there with with all of this. I'm I, I have to like fake my way into the high society. Oh, oh. <gasps> because you're gonna be backstage with the other the other thespians as well. Yeah. And you guys will all be talking. Oh, God. Does that mean I have to learn about Is wines? it going to be competition? Like, are you guys friends or are you all competing for the best story? I don't know. I've never met any what of these it? other. I, I've never met the I've other I've met ones. Jefferson Smith. He's very nice. I wonder if he's going to talk about. Oh, maybe. I, I might have met Jefferson Smith at like a blazer thing, but I don't know him. Dude, how cool would that be if he does his great expectations about like running for the mayor? Well, yeah. How am I going to top that? I know. That's true. And then yeah. like having uh, all that shit happen. So, you know, uh, I mean, there's, there's things I could talk about, but I mean, I, I can't. I just, I don't know. I, I can't be a competition. I can't look at it that way because otherwise, the, oh, but what if it is a competition? And what if I is go, it a competition? what if I go last? Are they pitting you against each other? I don't think they're pitting you against each other. Um, I don't think it's that because, so I'm on one half of the bill and then there's another half of the bill uh, that's Ooh, I'm called, looking at this. It's called Russian roulette. Yeah, that sounds absolutely terrifying. So the Russian roulette side, so it's, it's going to be all these performances will be happening on the main stage. Uh, myself, Jefferson, Jessica Lee Williamson, and Tim Ganey will be doing stories about great expectations. And then there's this Russian roulette stories, which I can only imagine is they just like throw out a topic to you like right there. And you just have to come up with a 10 minute story. Oh, boy. That sounds intimidating. And that's uh, Shelley McClendon, Nicholas Kessler, Jessica Lee Williamson. Uh, oh, she's doing both of those. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Double duty for her. All right. She's a she's a badass. So uh, it's like a classy version of like when I saw uh, Portland's erotic fan fiction. where Like some people get to prepare their speeches in advance and then some of them get thrown a topic. And mm-hmm. then they get like ten minutes to prepare their. Ero- I'm com- I'm not shouldn't compare this to erotic fan fiction. Is this kind of the same premise? I don't know. I mean, if that's what the Russian roulette side is, mm-hmm. I mean, I, mine at least I get to prepare my story, so I'll I'll know what it is that I'm going to be talking about before I before I do it. Okay, Keelan, I think that's noted. right along the lines. I think that's that's what I was thinking too. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I've got to because I've got to also pitch the different ideas. I've got to come up with different ideas and then you pitch it to them. Oh God, yeah. So then don't get too pick. comfortable in an idea yet. Yeah, I know. Because then, then, when is your first meeting? Uh, next week. <sighs> next week. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's coming up quick. It's oh already God, November twenty second. It's I've got basically two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Yeah, to get ready for this thing and and do it. So it's. <laughs> whew. I, I am. I'm I mean, this excited. is one I. I am so I'm impressed. I'm proud of you. I mean, that's very very impressive. I will say this is one of those things where it was nice to be able to tell my mom something <laughs> that I'm doing. Like, <laughs> like, look, mom, I know you don't understand the podcast necessarily. You're supportive, but here's something cool. Look, are you going to invite your? Well, I guess it depends on what kind of story you tell. You probably shouldn't invite your parents. Um, I mean, they could come up if they want. That's probably too late for them to drive all the way to Portland. I don't yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll watch it online. That's the other thing is that. Relatives will see this, whatever it is I talk about. So I've got to, uh, 
I've got to I got to think about that when I tell my story. So I mean, it's not like I'm going to go up there. It sounds like I'm going to tell some like sordid tale. <laughs> And that's not what it's going to be, but I've just got to, I've got to keep that in mind. You're getting accolades in the chat, Greg. Everybody's really excited for you. Thanks, everyone. It's, it is, it's... See, and I wouldn't be like joshing with you like this if I didn't know that you could do it. Like, I know that you will. It's going to be awesome. I am so excited. And I get the, I get the, I get the plus one. Yeah, you can, yes. (laughs) Yes! You'll you'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah. Should I get some drinks and some food? Uh, Well, I don't know. I think so. Yes. But I I don't know exactly how it works. All right. I'm I'm not guaranteeing anything. Um... But uh, but yeah, so it's it's a, it's a big thing. So we'll okay, see. Okay, we'll so see if you want to see Greg and come hang yeah, out with come me, yeah, come down. You know what would be nice is having a friendly a friend, faces. Yeah, friendly faces, friendly fun employment radio faces out there. Oh, so yeah, if you guys want to, it's five bucks for the show. Um, you can get your tickets now, but I, I would imagine this thing is going to sell out. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure it will. And by sell out, you mean it's going to be packed with 600 people listening to your story. Oh my god. Yeah. See, I know. So, yeah, I know people listen to our stories, but at the same time, I don't see them. Oh god! Yeah, I mean, we talk to more, I know, far more than that every day. But, but that's different. That's not all in the same room. No, it's oh, not all gathered together. No, and so that's that's why it's it's a different kind of animal. You're making me nervous for you. Like I know you're going to do good, but now you're like you're nervous as like coming over here, and now I'm getting you nervous. Know, I think I'll be able to get the story down. Like I, I think that well, if I, it's enough time for me to figure that part out, but it's the uh, <laughs> Katie from Texas. No, I don't think I'm going to tell that. That story, I don't. Even, I forgot. I even told that story what on this, this show. Uh, and the <laughs> Wait, people keep I referencing told the that birthday when I was, blowjob story. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I forgot. I told that on this. What show. What is it? Oh, that was when it was my birthday one time, and it was. Oh, I didn't want to tell the story. You have to now because no, it's been you can up. go back and find it on the old episodes. I forgot about. I forgot. I told that on this show. That's when I will not be telling <laughs> at <laughs> at this. I will not be talking about the birthday blowjob. Wait, so did you did you get one? Is that what this is? Uh, yeah, it was. When <laughs> I feel weird telling this. Must have been early on in the show, and I was probably drunk when I told this because I don't. I like stories. That I already like don't that. feel comfortable telling I was, this. <laughs> I was probably drunk. <laughs> um, it had do to do it. with when it was my birthday. It was like my. God, I was like 23, maybe, uh-huh. my birthday, and it was at this house I was living in, Southeast Portland, and um, yeah, I must have been, I must have been, yeah, probably about 23, and we were on the porch of this house having a good time, it was across the street from a very uh, bar, and um, anyway, this girl <laughs> ended up coming up on the porch, and then she found out it was my birthday, and then... Decided to go upstairs. <laughs> yes, and we'll just leave. Oh God, we'll leave it at that. It was a that's that a, is a really boring story. Don't tell that one. Yep, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> and I'm leaving out a whole bunch of details on that because that just threw me on the spot. I'll think about telling that one another time. I'll tell that in its, in its entirety another time on this show. I will not be telling that story. In its okay, entirety. so what you're saying is that you, you're not. I'm backing out on this one right now because there's a lot more to that story, and there's. <laughs> but I just forgot that I. I forgot I ever told that on here. Uh, the things you guys. Oh my me. gosh, Greg is just—he's so, over there, like freaking out now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's. Yeah, and if you do come, please don't heckle Greg. No, no please, you, don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't heckle. Don't. Me. We want it. If we're gonna make our entrance into high society, well, Greg makes his entrance. I ride on his coattails. But if we're making our entrance into high society, you know, we have to, we have to put on the face, and we can't have, mm-hmm. we can't have any, any drunken hecklers. We can drink. I'll have drinks with you. 
No heckling. Oh, I will once I'm off. Oh, I yeah. probably won't much before I go on. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, I because that's that's the last thing I want. <laughs> Just be back there doing shots of tequila like, hey, yes, let me tell you guys a story about something. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Because then I'll just talk too much. Yeah, people are saying, Greg, that they weren't very impressed with your storytelling with that last story. Yeah, you shouldn't be impressed with that one because I'm tailing off on that one. I'm not going to... I will tell that one another time since I'm being called out on it. Apparently, I told that on the show at some point. Somebody knows about that. Uh, I will tell that in another time. A storytelling episode of Fun Employment <gasps> Radio. Dot com. Greg, Norm brings up, what if you get an awkward boner on stage? <laughs> I don't really get those, so I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll be too worried about okay. that part. Maybe you should just tape it down just in that case. Was, that, that would be very awkward if I were on stage, <laughs> yes, because I don't think there's a podium. I think I just stand there with a mic stand. So they'd, they'd see the whole the whole show if that was going on. Just untuck your shirt then. Just you, act like it's part of the story and then untuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give him a Viagra smoothie before the show. No. No, <laughs> Mr. Janky says, I don't get those boners. Sorry to hear that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, awkward ones. When I'm on stage, that would be very awkward. That would be, that would, that would definitely make me uncomfortable. That would issue. I would have a lot you of problems. You can wear a jock strap, so that just in case. <laughs> Why do you think I got into radio? I can't be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Too many boners on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is again. <laughs> 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 Maybe you can bring a tiny podium out in front of you just in case to shield any awkward st- stars. <laughs> oh, I'll just constantly have like a jacket I'm holding up in front of me. <laughs> holding it like <laughs> Oh, yeah, just because uh, my jacket couldn't find anywhere to put the jacket out. Sir, would you like us to put the jacket in the back? No, no, I'll hold on to the jacket. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that'll go well. Now I probably will because we're talking about it. Uh, <laughs> I thought when you become older, you're able to control that. that. Well, yeah, you, you would think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think in order to get you to practice storytelling, I do have a couple birth, uh, books in there that I think that maybe you should practice reading aloud. You want me to read a story from a book? Sure. I want you to read something, but you have to, you know, like that way we can get some preparation for it. Like you can read something straight face. Do you like, have you something be... in mind? Oh, sure. I was just cleaning the bookshelf yesterday. I found something that I forgot we had. It's not It's not the books that Burt Kreischer left here, is it? Not Burt Kreischer. Oh, it's not the book. No, no. Greg, I think you should because I think this will help because if you're fearing stage boners, all you have to do is read some erotic material <laughs> with a straight face without getting the stage boner and you'll be fine. Ah, uh, no, no. No, this is exactly what you should do. <sighs> that's not going on the podcast though because uh, because that's that's something that now, I mean, if this thing's going to be publicized, people might be tuning in to hear about this and then it's like oh yeah well great uh, I don't know if we necessarily want right alright well I do also thing. have a book uh, called Night Without Armor by Jewel remember that I have all of her poems do you want to read a Jewel poem sure I'll read a Jewel poem okay I'll do that all right, you, is that get, what you're getting right now go so I can practice this, can get this because I'm not going to be reading from a book while I do it but I guess I can get used to the cadence of telling a, telling a story on, on stage like, she really means what she writes. I almost feel like just because when we do this show, I have the mic filter in front of me, which is apparently my comfort thing and keeps my piece from popping. I should just bring that out on stage, too. Mm-hmm. Put the mic filter on. Just uh, put it... You can just attach it to your face. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a Britney that Spears microphone. That way no one can see my face. Yeah. <gasps> That's what you could do, like what Andrew W.K. did when we were interviewing him. Just pull your hair in front of your face and just stand there. <laughs> that, that won't be weird. I could also just read Courage lyrics. That could, that could probably work. 
Here you go. So why don't you? Are you want to practice reading? Just practice reading with a straight face without getting. Uh, yes. <clears throat> All right. So I can't laugh during this. <laughs> All right. Do you uh, do you have some music for it? Oh, Greg, you know I do. Okay. If you give me just a okay. second. Oh wow, this is. I'm not even gonna. Uh, okay, I'm gonna read this blind. So I like like uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at it here first. Okay. That sounded weird the way I said that, but it did. It just yeah, looks like now you're I looking did. at the picture of Jewel. Yeah, yeah. She's a knight without armor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Vicky is in the chat asking, will they be serving samples? I hope so. Man, do I get free samples? Greg, you're not going to be allowed though. to eat anything this there because you're going to get it on yourself. That's totally it, too, because if they have free food backstage, like if they have free samples laid out, if anyone has ever I'm seen... I'm just going to like, I will nervously shovel them in. Have I will you, just shovel them in. Greg has the weirdest way of eating where he his eyes glaze over and he doesn't open his mouth all the way and he just kind of shoves things in. And then it gets stuck on his mouth. Like even yesterday he was eating a, a chicken <laughs> pot pie. And I was like, Greg... You have chicken pot pie all over your face. And he's like, what? I don't know. I don't know. And just kept eating his chicken That's pot That's going to be the problem because if they have the snacks backstage and they have samples, I will go for the samples. Don't eat the samples, Greg. Dude, craft You're going to need to wear a bib then. Craft services, I will go nuts on them. I will sit there, especially if they have like peanut M&Ms. I'll just shovel them in and then I'll have some kind of sugar rush. Oh, boy. I'm oh, yeah. Don't get all over my tweaky face. on stage. <sighs> okay. So this is, this is practice here. This is me reading something from... from Poems by Jewel, A Knight Without Armor. Thank you very much. This one is called... Talk like you're going to talk. Don't be all, like, breathy. Talk like you would talk into the microphone when you're on stage at Portland Center Stage in front of 600 people. I don't suppose raindrops. I don't suppose raindrops will ever replace the sound of small feet. Nor sunflowers, their tiny crowns. All the dust has gathered itself... And settled on your heart. And there is no correct combination, no key, no question that will deliver them once more to your side. For she has already decided. No answers will be given. Thank you. I'm Greg Nibbler. Good night. Wow, I really loved that book when I was in high school. <laughs> that this is, is some shit right there. That's is some. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. But you did good, Greg. Okay, thank you. Did I sell it? I think you sold it. Okay. I was a little confused about the tiny crowns part. And yeah, the, I, and well, feet, I don't understand but... it. And this is not a personal story. Mm-hmm. This is not a personal poem. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to worry about that. These are really weird. Ooh, this one's kind of creepy. Tell me. You want me to read it? Yes. Okay, here's another poem by Jewel. Those certain girls... I am fascinated by those certain girls. You know the ones. The women that are always girls. Their tiny bodies like neglected willow trees. Controlled and contorted. Which may blow away you're with not, the you're, slightest You're not story- storytelling. Okay, you're getting no. more into it. Oh, now I got too No, you've got, it. To, you've got to be speaking. You're not read. You're, you're storytelling. But it's, but it's poem, so I'm... That's why I offered the gay porn first. Well, I, I know you Those did. Those are stories. And I think that that would be a good exercise in helping you speak, like with a matter that you're uncomfortable with, with a subject matter that you're uncomfortable with, but reading it straight-faced as if you're telling the story. I think that's why I thought that that was the best way, because that's more challenging. Fine, I'll do one. All right. One. That is it. One. Ah, uh, this is a bad idea. By the way, now no longer on the bill. If this gets me taken off the bill, I'm going to be... 
Frayne is awesome. She knows what she's getting herself into with us. She's heard the show. Yeah, but my story is not going to be some X-rated gay porn liaison. Wow, I just opened this. All right, this one... <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on there? Oh, it's just people in the live chats were saying... Um, uh, that's why I offered the gay porn first. That's Sarah Stillen's story. <laughs> and since I did say I won't be telling this kind of story... Uh, All right, why don't we start with as the train sped into the tunnel. This features a man by the oh, name I'm of... Oh, I'm not going to read very much of this. Oh, this is... All right. Well, this is a good practice, I suppose, because it I have to. It is a good practice. You have to overcome. All right, but All right. now you remember, you're not reading it to me or to the audience. You're on stage uh-huh. at Portland Center stage. You're in front of 600 people. In front of 600 people. Right, and my mom may watch this video later. Yes. Right. Awesome. Yes. As the strain has the, uh, I'm already starting now. Yep. Bad. See exactly. That's yeah. why this is Vail. good. Veil right there. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. As the train sped into the tunnel, um, cowboy nonchalantly planted himself right in front of me. Uh, He held on to the strap with one hand while pulling open his button fly with the other. He reached in and eased out his cock. And I had to whistle softly in appreciation. I mean, it was already thick and wasn't even fully hard. His smooth shaft was capped by an enormous dickhead that was growing real big and angry looking. So it swayed gently back and forth with the motion of the train, almost like it was trying to hypnotize me. He leaned forward, bringing the tip of his cockhead within an inch or two of my lips. I can't do this! Oh, my God. I've never heard anyone say cockhead so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Hypnotic boner. That's the best band name ever. That is it. I'm I'm not doing any more of that. And here it went from talking about what a classy event this thing is that I'm very happy to be a part of to now... Well, anyway, it is very exciting. I'm excited. See, that was good practice. You did it. Because you're going to have to tell a a song on stage, or a song, a show, you know, a story on stage that might not be the most comfortable thing. Well, it's not, I don't know what kind of story it is that you think I'm going to be telling. No, I'm just saying, like, even, like, expressing yourself like that on stage in any capacity is nerve-wracking. Yeah. No, it it is, it is going to be. I think that made it worse, actually, (laughs) now after that. That's, that's made it far worse than it was. I was actually uh, getting very uh, a little bit more confident in my abilities to do this until I read that. Now I don't, I don't know. <sighs> Thank you again to Andrew, to beautiful gay Andrew, for giving me manscape. <laughs> <laughs> where Greg didn't get to the part where uh, the character names in that particular story are cowboy and dick pig. Man, I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Yes. You know, it's a good day when I start world of crazy with a little bit of Courtney Stodden on top of it. Oh. Courtney Stodden. 
seems to be moving away from actor Doug Hutchison after she was seen in cahoots last night with another elderly gentleman that seemed to be really catching her eye. Yes, in what looks to be her first romance since announcing her separation from 53-year-old Doug Hutchison earlier this month, Courtney Stodden, 19 years old, was seen last night with 53... Well, she is a type. With 53-year-old Edward Lazzi. Edward Lazzi? What's he do? He's a PR executive. And he's oh. in LA. So Lazzi himself is a man with an interesting past. As he was romantically connected with two major figures of Hollywood tabloid lore, he uh, actually had a relationship with Anna Nicole Smith. Okay. And he also... Had a relationship with Lana Clarkson, who is the actress music, uh, the actress that uh, Phil Spector was convicted of killing in 2009. Oh, wow. Okay, so great. great. So they're both dead. Yeah, That's so uh, Lazzi also has a background in politics with stints in the White House under former presidents Bill Clinton and George H.W. Bush. So apparently this is Courtney Stodden's new boy toy, or man toy, I should say, huh? 53, huh? Well, and you also called that elderly. Is 53 elderly? It's not elderly, but I mean, to a 19-year-old. Right, to a 19-year-old. To a 19-year-old. No, 53 is a peer to us. Like, 50... Oh, wow, that is just creepy looking. The picture of the two of them? Yeah. Ew, that dude is a creeper. That is a bad... Yeah. That's, uh... That's awkward even to look at. And is that... I'm not sure what she's wearing right there, but it I think it's to be I think it's lingerie, <laughs> fancy lingerie. I think she's wearing her fancy lingeries. Oh, Epson, the picture only showed part of it. <laughs> <laughs> the important part, that right? Wasn't right? The, that wasn't what I was trying to post. If you're in the live chat, wow! I can't, I'm so glad I can't see what Greg's over there looking at his computer on. No, I don't know why, but it only posted. So I, it's a picture of the two of them at some event. And it's but only for some reason boobs. the picture just cut out to only show only show that part. So oh, it says click here to see full site. Nope, but still the same size. Yeah. Well, what did you? What's going on there, I, Greg? Well, it wasn't intentional. Uh-huh. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. If you're 53, I'm saying that you have a shot with Miss Courtney Stodden. Yeah. Although, I think you have to have some money, though. 53 and creepy. And well, though, Doug Hutchison probably doesn't have that much money. We've talked about that before. Yeah, I wonder... How long do you get royalties for a movie? I mean, I like, mean, I'm sure he's all right if he did. Because the Green Mile still money. plays on, uh, you know, on the TV all the time. Well, and he was a major character in that, so I sh- I'm sure he got a good. He's paycheck. what you call a character actor, right? Uh, his character is creepy and weird. Yeah, he's he does a good it job. Didn't with seem that. like a stretch. No, I mean he's great in that movie. You you hate him in in the Green Mile, but <laughs> it's being pointed out that Greg, you definitely did post a picture of the two of them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there we go. But there we go. Next up, you know I like any story that has to do with a little bit of malt liquor. Mm, Mickey sounds good right now, actually. (laughs) Next up, a man has been accused of assaulting two shop owners and a police officer who tried to stop him when he stole a bottle of Mad Dog 2020 from a convenience store. (laughs) He just wanted that Mad Dog. Going for the class, Did not specify... What flavor it was But this man's name is Isaac Morris 25 He was booked on suspicion Of robbery And resisting arrest Everyone involved in it Is fine Uh, Authorities said that Morris stole a bottle Of Mad Dog 2020 Flavor not specified Which is of course A flavored fortified wine From an A&E market And then when people Tried to stop him He pushed over One of the store's owners When they approached him In the parking lot Morris ran from the area But police found him In a parking lot Near the store After receiving reports Of a man yelling obscenities And breaking glass In the street So apparently He went to the parking lot Pounded the Mad Dog 2020 Smashed it 
and then the police came. Uh, police said when they got there, Morris was running in and out of traffic and tried to hit an officer who approached him. He was unsuccessful. He was then taken to custody not long after. The thing is, if you're going to steal something, which I certainly don't advocate, why would you steal Mad Dog? I don't know. Like, if you if you can... I mean, you, you assume if you're going in there to steal something, you're going to steal whatever you want. Mad Dog wouldn't necessarily be what I would go for. Yeah. And why would the store care that much? I mean, it's like three bucks. What? I mean, something. Maybe they really are into their fortified wine. All you right. don't know. That's true. I mean, to each their own. That's true. Some people find it delicious. Right. I, I'm my, myself and Bill Oakley. We both enjoy fine malt liquor beverages. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Bill Oakley is the classiest of gentlemen. Well, so there's nothing true. wrong with that. No, no. All mm-hmm. right, all right. There you go. Greg, this next story has to do with Jesus. And it's out of Florida, of course. It is now being declared that Jesus Christ's toenails may have been found. Wow. And you can buy them on eBay. Of course. The owner of said toenails is selling them on eBay currently. The condition of the toenails is used. The are seller they, are they toenail clippings or the actual toenails? Yeah, so they're they're toenail clippings. Let me tell you this. Okay. All right. So this is this is how they're described on the eBay listing. While traveling through Europe, I went to see a seer, or as Americans like to call them, a psychic. I stayed in Germany for a couple months, then decided to travel. I found myself in a little border town in the Czech Republic. This short, little, older woman, whom appeared to be about 150 years old. Specifically enough, okay. Hundred, she was one hundred and fifty. Greg, wow, she was one hundred and fifty. Okay, popped out of the doorway and grabbed my hand. She then pulled me through the dilapidated doorway and said she had a gift for me. As I held out my hand and looked into her deep gray eyes, I noticed moles on the side of her face with hairs sticking out of them. This is his eBay listing, by the way. <laughs> to me, this indicated she was very. Very old. It's very descriptive of the old woman. It I, what is what very does she really have to do with it? Is this, that's the selling point. That's this old woman. Then she them? handed me a baggie and proceeded to tell me about what was inside of the baggie. She said that they were, in fact, the toenail clippings of Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I figured they could not be real because it's not like I can get a DNA test on Jesus's toenails. Who would I ask? God? Now I figured I will part with them or try to sell them on my own website. Maybe these toenails can find a good home with a curator who believes them to be true. As of this time, two people have placed bids for 99 cents. So if you'd like to buy Jesus's toenails, you can probably get them at an affordable price. If you want to buy an old woman from the Czech Republic's toenail clippings is what you're yes. what you're advocating right there. <laughs> wow. You know what? I heard something funny last night because... Uh, just with Jesus really quick and I'm going to start doing this so with the Christian music stations yeah you know all the Christian rock bands if you just replace Jesus with Jenny in everything they're singing it's so creepy what it's amazing yeah so when they sing when they're singing about Jesus on the Christian rock bands and all that stuff replace Jesus in your mind with Jenny with Jenny why Jenny well because it, match, it matches up Jesus Jenny so that so it makes it sound like they're singing about a girl it's the creepiest thing ever like Jenny loves me yes I mm-hmm. know yes no, that is kind of creepy. Yeah. I'm just saying, little exercise if you're bored, driving around, turn on the Christian station, re- replace Jesus with Jenny. How did people in Jesus' time cut their toenails? You know, I was wondering about that, because they don't have actual clippers. They didn't have clippers. Maybe that's something else. Because Dr. Science can maybe tell us the history of toenail clippers. Sure. All right. Yep, Dr. Science can cover that. Okay, because I'm sure they were invented in, what, like, 1983 or something. 
I know that's wrong. But okay. 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 Yeah. So see, people were saying files. So how would they have clippings unless he has like long mangled toenails and they're snapping off? But Doctor Science explained that. In a okay. Bit. I'm so sorry. Well, that's question You're just number digging one, yourself then. a hole right here. And finally, I, I was surprised. I, ch- I double-checked several times because I thought this was out of Florida. Uh, this story does not start with a Florida man. It starts with a Georgia man. And here we go. A Georgia man has been arrested for indecent exposure after he was caught running around wearing nothing but a turban and sassy high heels. <laughs> Deputies in Richmond County, Georgia, confronted Jermaine Lloyd, 28 years young, this past week. He was hiding behind a tree when they were finally catching up with him after reports in the neighborhood that there was a naked man wearing only a turban and high heels running through the neighborhood. <laughs> At the time they found him, he was still naked, but trying to put on a pair of pink women's panties behind the tree. <laughs> well, he was trying to be decent, at least. Yes, he then ran from the scene, but was apprehended a short time later. So during his failed fleeing attempt... Uh, Jermaine Lloyd dropped... He was trying to run away in the high heels? He was trying to run in the high heels in his turban. That's impressive, actually. I I can't even walk in high heels. That's why I respect this guy. I'm like, he could run in them. That's pretty impressive. You know, and looking at his picture, I hate to say, he doesn't look like the kind of guy that would be wearing a turban in high heels. He doesn't. No. No, I was pretty impressed. So during... This is what happened. So... He was fleeing uh, after, you know, th- there were complaints that there was a naked man running through the neighborhood wearing only a turban and high heels. Police found him behind the tree trying to put on a pair of uh, women's pink panties. He was unable to do so, ran away. Why as was, he was he unable to do so? Because I think maybe, well, as a lady, if you wear heels, like if you put on your shoes before, you know, like putting on leggings or underwears or anything, like they can get caught on the heel. Oh. So he was trying to put them on and it's caught in the heel. Okay, all right. Go. So uh, during his failed fleeing attempt, Jermaine, uh, when he was running away, dropped the pink panties along with a purple Crown Royal bag that was full of cocaine and marijuana. Uh, though he was only wearing the aforementioned high heels and a turban, he was also carrying a pair of sweatpants that he did not put on but was just carrying them around. Uh, Lloyd has had a busy week. This was not the first time he had been arrested this past week, but the first time buck naked wearing a turban. Uh, let's see, on, December, on November 13th, uh, he pulled. He was pulled over after his car jumped a curb at a shopping center. Uh, when he was trying, to, when they were trying to arrest him for a DUI, he ran away and escaped arrest. He's just a bolter. Yeah. Uh, they also, when they pulled over his car that time, found cocaine and marijuana in another Crown Royal purple bag while preparing the be- uh, vehicle for towing. So both incidents, uh, Jermaine Lloyd has been charged with public indecency, two counts of obstruction by a law enforcement officer, blah, 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 possession, possession, possession. He's not very good at hiding his uh, his wares. He's not. Basically, you just look for the purple Crown Royal bag, and that's where it's, you'll never find it. Well, is it in the Crown Royal bag? Is it in the purple bag that's usually full of your cocaine and marijuana? And then he runs. And then he runs. Yeah. And then he drops it. Yeah. He's really not that good at drugs. He's not. No. He's not. He needs to figure out a different... I mean, or else, like, wear something with pockets. Like, you don't need to... Well, and take advantage of the fact, you know, he can run in high heels, but although, obviously, not very fast. Yeah, I mean, he, was, uh, he wasn't able to elude anybody in the yeah. high heels. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to know the story of his night, how he I ended up... I do, too. Up, like, just backtrack. How does one end up in a turban and mm-hmm. high heels trying to put on women's underwear Are you just afraid... You, you just want to know the missteps, so it doesn't... Uh, like, that isn't going to be your well, story partially, someday? partially, you know, I mean... You don't want to be like, all right, if I do this particular thing, then my night might end with me naked, running down the street in a turban and high heels. Well, I can't imagine as a younger man, that's where he envisioned his life going. Unless that, that is, then good, good for him. He's accomplished That's true. He probably he didn't... He probably hasn't been dreaming of the day that he was going to be one of my world of crazy stories because he was found naked in a turban and high heels. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he was. Then yeah. more power to him. Yeah, absolutely. 
There you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. So what I do we want to do? Finish that one. No, uh, I've got some uh, some small ball talk. All right. Do you have any predictions? Because what was it from last week? Oh, I do. Have you predictions. were zero for three last week. That's what it was. I don't remember that. I remember going seven for seven in the two weeks previous to no. that. And I believe there was a request for a prediction too. So let's see if I can uh, pull up where the request was. I believe it was another soccer one, wasn't it? I believe so. Uh, Sarah, I think it's in our Gmail. Would you mind trying to find that? Well, Greg, I would not mind at all. Why, thank you, sir. You're welcome, Greg. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it's uh, short short balls today. Uh, The first thing I want to say is I need to not necessarily make a retraction, but I found out more about a story from a couple days ago, and I'm just going to say this when I was talking about Jameis Winston, the quarterback for Florida State. And I referenced the story where there was a complaint about um, uh, too loud of sex in his dorm room. There's also another complaint that's far more serious oh. out there about him. So you were I making light of, of a situation that you were unaware of. Yeah, I was. I, well, I wasn't making light of this situation because I was unaware of it. I was unaware of this side to it. Um, he is uh, being accused of sexual assault. Oh, a very serious offense. They did a DNA test, and it's. I'm, I'm not even going to go into the whole details, uh, but uh, yeah, I was unaware of this the other day when I was talking about that. The guy's in uh, looking at some serious trouble. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll just leave it with that. All right, so we were unaware of that before. Unaware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure aware. it's clear. Okay. I was not aware. Uh, but moving on to ball talk, we do have this. So a uh, couple of things. One, apparently it's <clears throat> Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City Thunder Games are the place to go for the midcourt like, halftime shot. So you know what? At halftime of NBA games, a lot of times they'll have a thing where they'll bring a fan down and they have to make a half-court shot. They get like one shot. That's your shot. dream, isn't it? That is my complete dream. Yeah. I'm so good at half-court shots. And that I can I can uh, vouch for Greg. I've seen him take half-court, half-court shots and he makes them about half the time. Yeah, honestly, that's, I mean, honestly, that's the he one does. shot that I can make for some reason. No, he's really shitty at basketball, but the half-court <laughs> shot is, yeah, he could do that. Well, I can, I'm good for you. Good from out deep, but so this uh, at the Oklahoma City Thunder game just yesterday, I believe this was um, the he one of the fans hit midcourt shot won twenty thousand wow. dollars. It is the fifth time since February that someone has hit a half court shot at an Oklahoma City Thunder game. That's that's a cool. lot. Five times in a year that someone's hit that thing. Usually it's for like cars or a lot of money or all kinds of different things. So I'm saying I might be going to Oklahoma City so I can take a half court yeah. shot. So I'll hit it. I'll do it. Oh, gosh. See, I don't know. I don't think you should ever get the uh, given that opportunity because then when you miss it, you'll never forgive yourself. No, I wouldn't. No, it'll haunt me for the rest of my it'll days. It'll haunt you for the rest of your days. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It would haunt me forever unless I made it. Which you wouldn't. So really, there's a very slim chance of happiness resulting for me out of that, uh, out of me taking a half-court shot. The rest of it's just going to be miserable. It'll be miserable forever. Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, moving on to Baltac, we have this. So this comes from Paris, France, where the French team um, overturned a 2-0 deficit to Ukraine and qualified for the World Cup final. So they have the World Cup qualifications going on right now. France, severe underdog, um, able was able to win 3-0 against Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, they qualified for the World Cup. Okay. However, it was such an underdog that there is a French porn website 
whose owner is Marc Dorsell, who had advertised that if the French team made the World Cup, he would offer his new websites for free for a, for a certain amount of time. Wow. So they basically go to his website afterwards and get free porn if the French did qualify. The website crashed within 45 seconds after France sealed their, their World Cup victory. Oh, wow. There were so many people that logged on to that site that were sitting there. That means all these people were sitting in their computer just waiting, waiting for <laughs> France to win, to click on that website, and uh, and ended up uh, crashing it within 45 seconds. So, Dorcel.com was the name of the website. It was. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. The French, they, uh, they apparently were ready for their porn at that point. <laughs> So there we go. Moving on to ball talk. Got this. And let me see if I can uh, snag a picture of this for the live chat, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up. This is has to do with one of my favorite people who we haven't talked about in quite some time. Jose Canseco? Yes, indeed. Yeah. And it has to do with him getting pulled over for a speeding ticket. Uh-oh. And no way, Jose. I shouldn't put that in my comedy bit? Okay. When you get to your stand-up career, which I will be very supportive of, maybe maybe you don't want to do that one. No, I'm not sure if that's one that you want to want to. Okay, yeah, I'm finding the picture here right now, so I can post this into the chat because there was something unique that the police officers did find when they pulled him over. So he wasn't arrested; he was just busted. Uh, uh, I believe it was a speeding ticket, is what he got. However, found in the back of Jose Canseco's car. Was this? It was a goat with a diaper on it, <laughs> hanging out what? in the back of Jose Canseco's car. Oh, I tried to post a picture of it. Maybe we can find one and we, we can put yep. that up on there. Thank you, sir. Uh, so he didn't really explain exactly what was going on. He did post the picture himself on his own Instagram account, where it he did in fact he was transporting some goats, and one of them had a diaper on it. I guess the police had a good laugh at it. Apparently the. The uh, diaper was on the goat to control its bowel movements from the back of Jose Canseco's car. And that is why he had them in there. Other than that, I have no other explanation for exactly what went on with that. Well, I used to have to put a diaper uh, thing on Muppet when I had uh, my dog. Why? Because would he... Because he would he would try to mark things. Yeah. Little dogs, man. Sometimes little dogs are kind of gross. God damn it. I keep trying to post a picture, but it's not working. It's just fa- epic fail after fail. I bet uh, I bet one of our listeners would be able to, yes. to, to handle that. Uh, yeah, there's something about little dogs. And I like all dogs, but I'm saying little dogs. Well, it's little boy dogs, I think. Muppet was just a little turd. There it there is. There it is. All right. Thank you, everyone, for, uh, yes. for handling that. So you can also Google. So, yes, there, there are two goats in the car. Also, his car's kind of a mess, but then again, he does have two goats in his car, so that would explain it. <laughs> Jose Well, I can see why he doesn't want goat poop in his car. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Arrested for... Well, not arrested, but pulled over with goats in his car. All right, and um, I think we'll, we'll go with this one. We'll go with this final story here. And it has to do with uh, with another, t- another instance of where a journalist maybe should make sure they know all their facts before... They start telling a story. So this happened during a Chicago Bulls game. And uh, the Chicago Bulls, they were talking about Joe Kim Noah, who's a star for the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those times where they just bring on, like, the sideline reporter to be like, oh, and here's little quirky an- anecdotes, you know, about about the players on the court. And this is her talking about Joe Kim Noah and him during the offseason about a documentary he made. So I'm going to play this. Interesting this is her story. talking. This is uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel Nichols. 
And okay. listen to what Rachel Nichols says, and then I will explain something afterwards. The Renaissance man, as we know, he added executive producer of a film to his credits, pro- uh, produced a documentary on his old New York schoolboy friend, Lenny Cook, who tragically died. So that's opening in theaters right now. But his main goal is still basketball, and he says he's working his way back. So here's the thing. Okay. Joe Kim Noah did produce a a documentary about his friend Lenny Cook. He was a basketball legend, kind of went down in life and, uh, you know, went through some troubles. However, Lenny Cook is not dead. Oh. And she talked about how he tragically died. So there were some upset people who did contact the the, uh, station. She ended up having to make an apology later on and uh, apologize for proclaiming that Lenny Cook had tragically died. But nonetheless... Maybe check your facts before That's you That's probably an important thing to check. Yeah. Lenny Cook. Supposedly not dead. Check your facts. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, wait, I didn't make my predictions. I'm yes. sorry, sir. I'm, so, I'm sorry. All right, let's get, let's get I know to this it. Was, all right, hey, hey. I have the first one. I can't I have rush the- these things. <laughs> you can't rush these, these predictions. I do have the first one you wanted me to find. Sure. All right, so the first one is uh, asked, can you please pick Arsenal versus Southampton? Uh, the game that's happening tomorrow. So, Premier League, Arsenal versus Southampton. Two very good teams. I spent hours and hours researching this to come up with a conclusion. I'm sorry to say, here's the conclusion Southampton will win this game. Southampton will beat Arsenal. And do you I'm have sorry? any uh, guesses on perhaps the final score? Final score will be 3 to 1. Okay. 3 to 1. Southampton. Right. Beating Arsenal. Shocking score, really. Okay. Shocking upset. Or victory. Maybe an upset. I don't know. All right. Three quick college football predictions for this weekend so I can redeem myself from last week. All right. Baylor taking on Oklahoma State. Baylor 9-0. 6-0 in the Big 12. Taking on Oklahoma State. 9-1. 6-1. Oklahoma State doing really well. Baylor thinks they're uh, top of the pops, if you will. Wow. Not this week. Baylor. Oklahoma State. We'll knock off Baylor. We'll upset the number four team in the country. Sorry, Baylor. Too bad for you. Uh, so Oklahoma State will win. Moving on. We've got Arizona State, number 17 right now, taking on UCLA, number 14. Big matchup for the southern half of the Pac-12. Big day for these two teams. Arizona State, of course, just beat uh, Oregon State, which sucked. UCLA will win that match. UCLA will beat Arizona State. Securing their spot to uh, go into the Pac-12 championship. So we got UCLA, Oklahoma State, final final one. Let's go Wisconsin and Minnesota. Minnesota ranked number 25. Surprising. Minnesota making it up there. Usually they, uh, usually they suck. Uh, Wisconsin, number 19. Big, uh, Big Ten matchup. Big Ten. But I can tell you this. Minnesota's not going to be in the top 25 after this weekend. Wisconsin will win. Wisconsin, Oklahoma, State, and UCLA, there are your winners. Oh, boy. That's a big, solid 4-0. Four, four oh. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, there's some pretty big predictions there, Greg. Big predictions. Mm-hmm. Big predictions. All right, stop saying it like that. Oh, God, speaking of saying things, it's about that time, isn't it? We do need to do a little bit of science facts. It's Friday, Sarah. It's it's the day where people get their children to gather around the radios and the, uh, the, the speaker boxes to hear the words of Dr. Science as he dispels the myths and falsities... That you may have learned in your schoolings or your teachings or your what have yous 
your knowledge institutions okay. that possibly have told you the wrong thing, not on purpose. Okay, guys, get your questions in. So we already have the Jesus toenail. I need to formulate the Jesus toenail one a little bit better. I'm going to work on that over here. Okay. And a couple more questions. Okay. So go to yeah. funemploymentradio.com slash live, hop in the chat, and enter in your questions for Dr. Science. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to FunEmploymentRadio.com with me and my little baby owl, Timmy. Say hi, Timmy. (laughs) Not like that, ass. (laughs) That's better, Timmy. Now go catch a mouse, dumbass. I know Reese Darby is your favorite liner. I think Harlan Williams is mine. That's your favorite liner? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He is just nuts. He is just as bonkers as I thought he was going to be. Oh, yeah. And awesome. Yes. Super nice. All right. We are back now with more Fun Employment Radio, of course. And it is now time for Dr. Science. So let me just, let me put on my science hat. Oh, gross. Let me do my science stretches. I'm going to stretch out the science juices and get them flowing up into that brain sponge. Oh, my God. For those of you listening now, which I know this is a Sunday night tradition, gather your children around, get them as close to the speaker as possible so that they're as close to the knowledge I'm about to dispense as they can possibly get. I'm just like, I'm going to my safe spot right now. I'm not even looking at you anymore. I'm just going to, this is when I tune out and I just say what I need to say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's something so wrong about your stretching. Okay. All right. Oh, God. All right. Here we go. We have our questions. It's Dr. Science time. Question number one. Dear Dr. Science. Yes! What is snow? Dr. Science. Yes! What what is snow? What is snow? What is snow? Well, that's a very good question. You know, as we gather into this time of the cycle of the universe where things get a little bit colder on certain parts of the planet. Of course, the sun is scared. We all know that. We need to ascertain exactly what is snow. Now, this, as usual, is an ancient question of mankind. Only answered in recent years by the ability of the satellites and the Googles in the world. In 2002 was actually the year where we fully identified the cause of snow. So let's think about this. When it's snowing, what do we see in the clouds, sir? Or in, in, well, never mind. I kind of gave it away. What do we see in the sky? We see clouds. We see yes. clouds in the sky. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, those clouds, they're trucking along up there. Yeah. They're trucking along. They really are. And it's pretty cold down here. And when things are coming down from the sky, we think, wow, it's really cold. It's really wet. It's weird. But the thing is, have you ever flown in an airplane, Sarah? Y- yes. Yes. What's I above have. the clouds? Sky? Exactly. And there aren't any more clouds when you get up there, are, are there, Sarah? No, in fact, there's no clouds at all. And what's what's going on with that extra air up there? There's no snow up there. Snow doesn't fall up. No, in fact, it's very, very dry. It's very dry. And if you were to put your hand outside of an airplane's window while traveling up there above the clouds, you know what would happen? You'd explode. You'd start chafing a little bit, wouldn't you? Because the air's so dry. Now, the tops of clouds... They're not underneath. They're not getting that snow. The tops of clouds are, in fact, rubbing up against that really dry air. What happens when you get too dry? 
No moisturizer. <laughs> you start flaking, don't you? Your skin starts to get a little flaky. What else does? The top of your head. So, in fact, what snow is, it's, you would think, because the air is so wet, it's not. It's because the air is so dry above them that the tops of the clouds start flaking, and it's cloud dandruff. Question number two. This comes from me. I write, Dear Greg. I don't know who Greg is. I'm sorry. Could you please explain this again? Uh, I don't know. It just says, Dear Greg. I just have to read it the way it is. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, it's so I'm weird. Who? You might just have to go by that alias for this I question. Don't, I'm, I'm unaware. Dear Greg. No. What? Back in olden times, how did people cut their toenails? Back in olden times. How did people cut their toenails? Well, Greg wouldn't know this, but I know someone who would, and that's Dr. Science. Yes! You just guessed yourself. Back in olden times... Please rephrase the question. What was it again? Back in olden times... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me pull it up. Because, I mean, you were Uh, talking to this Greg person. I wasn't paying attention. Dear Greg, back in olden times, how did people cut their toenails? How did people cut their toenails? Well, this is actually something... That I can talk about because this is a little bit of a camping trip you can use. Because as you know, Dr. Science loves the outdoors, loves nature. Except for trees. And all of those kinds of things. Minus mm-hmm. them trees and they're so tall. Well, this is just actually just a pretty quick answer because this is a little tip that you guys can use out there. Because I, if you're like me, you lose your toenail clippers sometimes. But there's a much better way that you can, you can actually trim your toenails. Now, the olden times you were referring to earlier with Jesus mm-hmm. or Jesus. Oh, boy. He lived in the Middle East. Now, the Middle East is a... Has a lot of things going for it, but what else does it have? It has a lot of dry areas, doesn't it? And what does it also have plenty of? What is plentiful? As trees are plentiful here... Sand? Rocks. Oh. Lots of rocks, weren't there? Lots of rocks back then. Extra rocks, especially back in those times. So the best way for you to ever, this is just a little tip for you, the best way for you to trim your toenails, if they get a little bit long, especially when they start curling over, grab yourself a rock, find the closest (laughs) rock you can find, and just start hitting it. Because the thing is, rocks are stronger than toenails, and this is just a natural fact of science. And so if you take the rock and you smash it on the toenail a few times... Oh my God. What'll win? Rock will win. As in it used to be rock toenail scissors. Now it's rock, paper, scissors. Rock beats toenails. Rocks will uh, trim those toenails for you. Finally, we have one more question from T-Sex. And he writes in... Dear Dr. Science... Yes! How do tadpoles become frogs? Dr. Science, how do tadpoles become frogs? How do tadpoles become frogs? Well, this is a question. <laughs> I myself used to go uh, catch tadpoles when uh, Dr. Science was a young, a young science pup. Would catch tadpoles from the from the pond and then watch them become <laughs> frogs almost magically. And how the the mystery though is how do these weird little fish thing become become a frog now what uh, there, there's a there's a, a very solid answer to this one and I guess what you have to look at most is what exactly is a frog 
What does a frog look like to you? Like a frog? Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks right. like a frog. I don't right, right. But it has two unique things about it because it both lives in the water, but also looks like a lizard, doesn't it? It's a little bit like a lizard, like a lizard in the water. Face does. And kind then of. let's think about that. And then let's backtrack. I'm helping you learn as we go along. This. What does a tadpole look like? Well, what is it? A tadpole. It's like a sperm. It's a kind of fish. Oh. Uh, so, so a tadpole is a kind of fish that you can catch in there. Now, it's a specific kind of fish that for some reason, a certain lizard likes a lot. Now, this lizard is very hard to see. You very rarely ever see one of these out in the wild, but it's called a fish lover. And it's one word, fish lover. So the fish lover lizard is only attracted to certain kinds of fish, and those are things that are called tadpole. Now, it doesn't try to eat them. It wants to make love to them. So what happens is these fish lover lizards will see these tadpoles and they'll stock it. They'll run all around the banks. They can't really go in the water too much. Only once can they go in the water and they'll jump in the water. And that's the time when fish and lizard become one. The lizard makes love to the fish. The fish thereby adopts part of the lizard's qualities and becomes the water lizard that we know as a frog. So a frog is the consummation of romance between a fish lover and the tadpole fish. And that is what a frog is. This has been your science facts. I feel broken inside. You can replay that for the children all week long. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't play the whole... Uh, yeah, Alex is pointing out it sounds suspiciously like fish rape. <laughs> it's not. It's nature. This is nature. No, some things in nature it's should just love. be left to... I don't want to know about nature love. It's romance. Well, I'm sorry, Ben. You shouldn't have asked where frogs come from. Perhaps I shouldn't have. Maybe I'll just do science facts when I tell my story on stage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I won't. Um... No. Then we'll be... I will do something right. <laughs> Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, if you're going to be buying anything from Amazon, please go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on that Amazon link. Just one extra click. Click on the Amazon link right at funemploymentradio.com. And that's it. And then, then your job's done. And then it's done. Yeah, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Especially, I know, as people are doing Black Friday deals online and all that stuff. The, what is it? Cyber cy- Cyber Friday? or I don't know. Cyber People Tuesday, still use the word cyber? cyber? Cyber Monday. What is this, like 2001? Cyber Monday, I think it is. Anyway, when, if you're going to be buying something from Amazon, just go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the Amazon link, and then that's it. Your job is done. Your job is done. So, uh, as per next week, since it is, uh, the, it is a holiday, mm-hmm. we will be doing... Three shows yes. next week, mm-hmm. but then Greg and I will be going to our respective uh, parent parental units' homes. Yeah, no shows the holidays next there. Thursday and Friday. There yes. will be no shows. But we will have an early one on Wednesday. Yes. And yeah, so three three brand new shows for you. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. And if you would uh, like to go see the storytelling for Backfence PDX, you can get your tickets uh, there at backfencepdx.com. That'll be December 9th. Oh, my Lord. I have to get serious about this. Like, I have to. I have to come up with it. Oh, I have to come up with it this weekend. Good luck. You should probably write and like <sighs> s- 
see if your ideas are even a fit. <gasps> what if she says no to all of them? I don't know. Don't put that in your... Sorry, I didn't mean to put that in your head. I don't know. Then I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> So there's this one time. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>